Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Come on, let's clap our hands and rejoice. Let's rejoice today evermore. Hallelujah. We magnify you today, King of kings and Lord of lords. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, that's it. The Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. He's a victorious God. We are a victorious people. Turn to two or three people and tell them God has given us the victory. Amen, amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Doesn't it feel good? Matter of fact, it feels great to be in God's house today. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name we pray. If you would grab your Bibles today and turn to the book of Psalms, this is going to be a beginning of a series that we're going to do for the next few weeks on a subject called We've Come to Praise Him. There's an old choir song we used to do here. It says, we've come to praise him and lift his holy name. I think we can maybe get Brother Dylan somewhere in the midst of this series or at the end of the series to uh, get a choir going that sings, we've come to praise him. I think that would be good, don't you? And I know I'm in the midst of a people here today that you have come to praise the Lord. For everybody that is watching online, we welcome you. We are so glad you've tuned in. And we pray God blesses you right where you are. And everybody say amen. Amen. So Psalms 100 uh, starts off. This is the first verse that I ever remember being memorized in in my family as a little kid. And this was um, my brother was sitting in the house and he was memorizing this week after week uh, for Sunday school class and for the children's class. And I remember sitting in the room hearing him quote and requote the verse to my mom because that was their assignment in the children's Sunday school. And this is what I remember. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. Would you say it with me? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Amen. This is talking about us. Do you believe that? And so when we see this, verse 4, I will bring my text from today. Enter to his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Somebody say, bless his name. 
How many know he has a name that's above every name? We've heard about that in this revival. In Jesus' name. Let's lift our hands. We love you, Lord. We praise you for all that you do and all that you've done. We rejoice, God, in this room. We rejoice, Lord, for all that you have done for us. We pray in this series about praise that you would help us have understanding why we do what we do in the church, out of the church, in praising you in different ways and different forms. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you are seated. Thank you for being here today. So, praise is, is something very, very powerful. Um, praise is linked to being thankful. And um, when I read and study about praise, when you come into this church, you're going to see people that are very exuberant in their praise. They're very exuberant in the way they worship. You're going to see in the church here people shouting, Hallelujah! You might even see somebody get up out of their seat and, 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 and dance before the Lord. You, you might see somebody look over and somebody is weeping and they are just crying before God. You might see somebody on their knees bowing before the King. You'll see people with their hands lifted. Why do we do those things? Because it's biblical teaching on ways to worship God. You, 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 might, you might see somebody shaking in the presence of God like this. And before you knock it, just remember that it is a natural thing in people to respond to something they like or want when they're grateful. How many know it's true? And uh, when they win a prize, don't have to be in a church to clap your hands. You see these ball games, as soon as the person scores that's on their team, they go crazy. They jump up and down, they shout, they dance, they, they chant victory cheers because it's in the nature of a person to say thank you. Oh man, that means so much. I had a boy I went to school with, when he'd get real happy, he'd giggle and he'd just go like this. That's how he'd do. He'd do like this. I mean, we were just seven, eight years old and went through. His name was Clinton. He, when he'd get happy, he'd, he'd never been to church in his life. And, uh, but that's just how he responded. I know one man, he'd do this. And he didn't know how to respond because people are different, you know. I mean, everybody responds different. Some are more exuberant than others. And, but all of us have a level of response on showing gratitude or when we're excited. How many know that? And I'm going to tell you, for all the adults in the building, I don't think you should ever lose your joy because you're an adult. Shouldn't lose your excitement about life just because you've grown up. This isn't just something for the ch children. This is something for everybody. Can you say amen? Praise God. And I love it when I see an older person excited and exuberant about life. And, and, uh, but praise is more than an expression. There's an expression, you, you could express yourself over some carnal thing or some sports or a response to some, some uh, good thing that's happened to you, but it doesn't mean that God's going to move just because you showed expression towards something or somebody just because you were exuberant. Woo! I mean, when I killed my first turkey, woo! I was happy. I remember when I killed my first deer when I was a 
13 years old. And man, I said, Woo! I was happy. I was a man. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, I expressed myself in the woods. And uh, you know, I'm not the only one who does that, by the way. Uh, other hunters, and you, you, you've expressed yourself, you know, whether what, whatever. It didn't mean God showed up at that. Because you were just praising. You were just thankful. You were just expressing. But when you take that praise and it goes to Him, something's different. Something really does happen. When he says, clap your hands, all you people, and shout with a voice of triumph, that's not to something here. That's something you've given us the victory. We are what we are because of you. All of a sudden, heaven begins to respond. He's not responding to your exuberance. He's not responding to your tears. He's not responding to your expression until it is directed toward him. But when it's directed toward him, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. And when you begin to praise him, he always shows up. That's why in the New Testament, he said where two or people are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. You're not feeling enthusiasm. You're not feeling inspiration. You're feeling the presence of the king, the presence of almighty God. It is him coming to you. It's him showing up in your world. Hallelujah. We're not just here being grateful. We understand what praise does. It opens heaven to us. Somebody say amen. amen. And so we see in the scripture that our praise is not just praising something, it's praising him. Thankful to him. Can I say the Bible says give honor where honors and do honor is due, but when you're at the house of God, we are singing songs not to the pulpit and the pulpit not to you. We're singing songs to Him. And when we begin to sing, when we begin to praise, people begin to say, what's that I feel? What is that that's going on? It is God coming to us. Here's a question today is who can praise Him? How long do you have to be in church living for God before you praise Him? How long do you have to be out of sin? How many years since you got baptized? How righteous do you have to be for Him to show up in your praise? Can I answer it with Scripture today? And it's in Psalms chapter 150. Would you turn there with me in your Bibles? The psalmist writes, are you ready? Verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise Him in His what? That's where we are right now. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. This, let me just put it this way. Praise Him in the building. Praise Him in the field. Praise Him in church on Sunday. Praise Him in the car on the way to work. Praise Him at camp meeting. Praise Him in your bedroom. Praise Him in the living room. Are y'all with me? You can praise Him when nobody's around. He's saying praise is not limited to a place or a day. This is not a Sunday thing we do. This is something we do all week long, but we gather together on Sunday to do it together. 
Come on now. I'm talking about thankful people. I don't have to have a band. I don't have to have an organ. I don't have to have a praise team to praise him. It can just be me all by myself lifting up holy hands and saying, thank you, Jesus. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Look at your neighbor and say, you can praise him anywhere. Amen. Uh, let, me, let me stay there for a minute. Do not limit God to a building. Do not limit God to a revival. Do not limit God to who's preaching or who's singing. Do not limit God to contemporary music or southern gospel. Or my favorite to worship with is black gospel. I like a black gospel song choir. It's probably my favorite. That might get me moving. But every now and then I can listen to bluegrass and praise him too because I like it. Well, that's bluegrass. I'm not praising him. You know what? I don't like that contemporary music. I'm not getting with it today because that's not my style of music. Everybody in the room is different. I mean, let's do a, a, a poll here today. Who like, who, how many of you like Southern Gospel? Would you raise your hand? Oh, my goodness, I'm surprised. How many of you like contemporary music? How many of you like bluegrass? That's where we're going right now. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the light. I saw the light, oh, no more in darkness and no more in night. Now I'm so happy, sorrows aside, oh, praise the Lord, I saw the light. That's bluegrass. Hallelujah. Amen. I think we need to get some bluegrass music going on around here. Honey, be quiet. Amen. If I want to get rid of Cindy, I just get my banjo out and start playing it at the house. <laughs> but Finn is my, is my bluegrass boy, I'm going to tell you right now. He, he's going to be a banjo picker. But my point here today is you can't limit God to a service. You can't limit God to a space. You can't limit praise to a style of music. You can't limit him to your favorite preacher or style of preaching. You can't respond to the word based on the perfection of delivery because praise is not about you and your preferences. Praise is about he's good all the time. He's good all the time. You don't have to sing my favorite song. He's good. He's on the throne. He's high and lifted up. Somebody shout glory. Somebody shout glory. Amen, amen. It can be a young preacher preaching, but you can get behind the word. That's right. I was young, a young preacher. I'm still a young preacher. Don't y'all forget it. Amen. I was a teenage preacher, and I had Moses and Noah's Ark. Boy, I just preaching. Moses was there on that boat. I somehow got it mixed up. When you're a young preacher and page one gets mixed up with page three and page seven gets mixed up with page four and you don't know where page five is, you got a long pause while you're preaching and you hear that precious sister say, help him, Jesus. <laughs> Some other saint says, bless him, Lord. 
Then you come off the pulpit after preaching and somebody walks up to you and says, you know, one of these days you're going to make a great preacher. You're not as good as your dad, but you know, one of these days. And, uh, but I say to you that we don't have to have perfection to praise. So who can praise him? He says, praise him. Why? For his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Oh, that's right. When I see the sun still coming up, God, you're worthy. Come on now. You created that. Thank you for sunshine in the springtime. Come on, that's a great, mighty work. I praise you. Thank you for an unclouded day. Thank you for the flowers blooming, isn't it? Thank you for no snow. You can be thankful and you've got to learn to be thankful. What I'm teaching you today is you can't limit God to a tailored situation that you only praise Him because things are going better now. You've got to open your eyes every day and enter your day into this place. God is good. Everything is going to be all right. God can make a way where there is no way. Come on, don't wait to see if he's proved himself. You start knowing who's in control. I just believe it's gonna be all right. I just believe God's gonna take care of it. I just believe everything's gonna be all right. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say praise him. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Uh-oh, get the trumpet out. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. I call that a harmonica because it's not in the Bible. That's talking about a harp. But they, back in the country, they call it a harmonica, a harp. But the old timers call it a mouth organ. You can praise him on a harmonica. Come on now. Praise him with the timbrel, the tambourine, and dance. I've had people use a tambourine. It was hard to praise them when they were playing the tambourine. We have a no tambourine order right now. Amen. <laughs> praise him with stringed instruments. The guitar and the piano. Woo! Praise him up on the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Who can praise him? Let everything that hath breath. Praise ye the Lord. If you've got breath, you can praise him. Doesn't matter what's going on. Doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Doesn't matter how much wrong you did. You can't. I think just for a minute, you ought to lift up your voice and say, shout hallelujah. 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 Praise ye the Lord. The kids can be acting crazy, but you can praise him. The doctor's report can be negative, but you can praise him. Things can be going wrong, but you can praise him. You could walk in and hear and sin last night and still praise him because it's not based upon your goodness. It's based upon his goodness. Praise him. Come on, praise him. Let everything... I think everybody ought to stand and clap your hands and just praise him. You've got breath, praise him. You've got breath, praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, don't judge me for praising him because I'm breathing. Don't ever let it be said. I know what they did last week. Did you see them running the aisles or did you see them dancing? I think they're a hypocrite. Don't do it because praise is not based upon their righteousness. People can be doing wrong and be thankful. And I've seen people in the midst of their own sin don't have it right. But somewhere in the service, they just begin to praise him from the muck they were in. The pit they fell into. And when they begin to praise him, I watched God move in their situation. And as pastor, I knew the sin that was in their life because they had told it to me. And what maybe I would have judged critically, Jesus came right to them because when you begin to reach in praise, he shows up where you are. I'm telling you, there's power in praising the Lord. Come on, somebody ought to smile and say, he's good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Clap your hands and praise him right now. Come on, make a joyful noise. I've been criticized. You can be seated. I've been criticized a few times over it. Because I tell people, if you mess up, don't run from the church, run to it. Don't run from the cross, but run to the cross. And I'm going to tell you right now, God's good. No matter how bad it seems, He's good. Praise Him. Look at your neighbor and say, we've come to praise him. Woo. And lift his holy name. Are y'all with me right now? Yes, it does not have to be perfect to praise him. What are you doing? I'm reminding myself I've got a right to praise him. Don't breathe on your neighbor. Just breathe so they can hear you. It's my right. He loves us. Oh, wow. He loves us. To know that you're loved. Man, if y'all don't sing better than that, I'm going to get back to that bluegrass song. Praise is something that you've got to learn. Is not held to a building. It's not something left to a day. It's not based on my perfection or theirs. All I have to do is be breathing. And that is where, when, and who can praise Him. The why is because the Lord is good. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. You know what that means? When you don't feel like it. You just do it anyhow. We call this commandment. He's the creator, and we are the creation. I, I tell the story often, but... 
when Grandma Kinder, Great Grandma Kinder, would come to church, I, I don't know how she old she was, but she was pretty old when I was a kid. And uh, I remember it. I remember my dad telling stories, but I remember her. When she would come in, they had to literally help her. She couldn't, you know what I'm talking about? This is how she came. She'd sit down, and when she sat down, it just spelled relief. But when they start singing those songs, I don't know how it started in her, but for as I wish, she would be out of the aisle dancing and spinning in the church. In the presence of God, when the Spirit of the Lord would lift and service was over, they'd have to help her right back out to her car. Because when she would praise him, he would come to her and what she could not do on her own, when the presence of the Lord is, the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is a liberty. Amen. There was a lady that had a cyst that had been surgically removed several times, would always come back. And she got out of her seat. I remember her name was Kathy Nottingham. She started praising God. And let me, let me tell you something to be careful to do is to judge somebody because of their praise. Judging somebody because of their worship. You don't know what they're going through. And she started praising God. And when she did, the cyst that could not be surgically removed because uh, it kept growing back burst while she was praising God. And, and it never came back because praise brings his presence. <laughs> praise brings his presence. And I, I tell you today, and, and uh, not sure how far we'll get in here because we're doing a series, but when Psalms says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, how? Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. Look at your neighbor say, it's, he is good. That means he's good when you have a bad day. Are y'all hearing me? He is good. He is good when you're bad. Praise is not about me. I want you to, I want you to say to yourself, praise is not about me. It's about him. Can anybody praise him? It doesn't say a righteous person praising him. Breath. Woo. Buster Gladman on a Sunday evening. Is it five? It's going to be five in August. August the what? August the 5th will be five years. He wasn't right. Hadn't been right in 17 years, I think was the story. And he texted me and said, I'm ready. He was in a stupor, weren't you, bub? When I walked in there... When I walked into that garage where he was, he had praise music on, and it was, um, don't, don't tell me let, me, let me get that song. It was, um, uh, Then sings my soul, my Savior God to me, how great thou art. How great thou art, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, 
how great thou art. Am I telling the truth? When I walk, it wasn't a church. Hold on. God didn't step away because you didn't come to church Sunday. He, Sunday night, you started praising him in a spot. When I walked in there and I felt the glory of God, and when I came in that room and I said, I feel the Lord now. And you said, I need prayer. I said, you feel God? Yes. And I laid hands on him. He fell to his knees on a concrete floor in a little side garage and he repented. And all of a sudden he lifted his hands and started praying in the heavenly language as God gave him the ability to speak. He's not confined to a church building on a Sunday. Come on, he's right where you are. He knows exactly what you need. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be delivered. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. He was instantly delivered that night. Aren't you so glad, Brother Gladman? Amen. He's over the tears running down his face now because he comes to me. Everybody shout, he came to me. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise, praise is a door. Let me put it this way. Enter the door. Enter the gates with thanksgiving. Into the courts with... Be how? Thankful. So that means when I enter... Are you ready? Would you just lean forward when I lean forward? Enter His gates. Thankful. Praise is about being thankful. Woo. Praise is about being thankful. Doesn't matter what's going on out there. The, the, the couple getting the kids ready, we're fussing and fighting all the way to church because somebody's fault that the kids were not ready and husband and wife fussed and fought all the way to church, grouchy, you know how. They weren't from Zanesville. They were from somewhere else. They grouched all the way to the church. They get to the house of God. Come in through the door. One's got a baby under the, under the carriage on this one. This one's kids, hair's messed up. They're coming in. He walks, he comes right in and, and he's the service leader. He stands, he will praise the Lord everybody. He says, oh, isn't it a great day? This is the day the Lord has made. Amen, let's all stand, let's clap our hands. Well, they, they went through it after church, gets in the car and she looks at him with that, you know, she's got that eye looking at him. You hypocrite, you fussed, we fussed, all the way to the house of God. You get up there and just begin to smile and act like everything's okay and said, you're a hypocrite. He said, no. He said, honey, I wasn't mad at God, I was mad at you. <laughs> when you come to church, just praise Him. Come on. Come on, this isn't about your situation. This is about, we know who's on the throne. He's high and lifted up. Amen, I'm gonna praise him no matter how I feel because he is worthy of my praise. And watch what happens and, and the benefit of this. Everybody, everybody for a minute just say, Whew. amen, you can be seated, you're live, amen. Now look at it, enter into his gates. That means when I come in, I've gotta be like that service leader. Doesn't matter if we weren't getting along. Doesn't matter what's going on. We don't have it all together. When I get there, I'm just going to be say, thank you, Jesus. You don't have to feel him to praise him. There was a statement when I was a kid. They say, well, I don't want to praise God in my flesh. How many ever heard that statement? You dancing anything else and I'm leaving. Amen. 
I don't want to be in my flesh. Hold on a minute. You are in the flesh. Praise him. Somebody say, praise him. What were they saying? They're saying, well, I just don't want to do it just to do it. I don't have to be told by God. I don't have to feel God. I don't have to have anything to raise my hands and say, you're good. I can do that with a headache, a backache, a shoulder ache. Come on. Doesn't matter how I feel. Doesn't matter what's going down in there. Let everything that hath breath, just praise him. If you don't feel it, the Bible says, make a joyful noise. You've got to make it happen. I, I'm just going to anyhow. I, come on now. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to clap my hands. I'm going to sing the songs. Praise God. I have watched God move on me when I was not feeling well. That's right. When I wasn't well, he's still good. Somebody say amen. So I say to you is don't wait Wait on someone else to get it going. Don't wait until you feel it. I'm going to tell you where apostolics are weak. We think we've got to be prompted by the Spirit to pray. Oh, the Lord woke me up this morning, bless God. But when He doesn't wake you up, you don't. You've got to be prompted by the Spirit on everything, almost even to praise Him. Praise is not something you prompt by the Spirit. I've had people tell me, they say, man, I'll be, the church. I'll be at church if it's the will of God. It's the will of God. If it's God's will, I'll be there, Pastor. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Uh, that, years ago, I remember my dad saying that to, to, to a precious lady. She said, I'll be there for the will of God. He said, it's the will of God. Let me know, we don't have to pray about doing righteous things. I don't even have to pray about praising Him. I'm just going to praise Him. Just going to praise Him. Amen. So I say to you, when you are, you are a praiser, you are intentional. If I feel to compliment my wife and tell her she's pretty, then I will tell her that she's pretty. Honey, you sure are pretty. Y'all not, you're not with me. You're... If she's good to me, then I'll tell her that she's pretty. If she does what I want her to do, then I'll tell her that she's pretty. Oh, no, that's not relationship. Because relationships are not based on perfection. It's based on love and relationship. Well, if I feel like it, bless God. It's like the one man told his wife. He said, I told you I loved you when I married you. If I, married you, if I ever change my mind, I'll let you know. That's not relationship. Can you say amen? amen. Talking about being intentional. When I come to church, it's just, hey, this is the day. But Lord, it's going to be all right. Somebody shout, it's going to be all right because God's good. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. I'm going to come to a close here in a moment. He said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him. Not just thankful, but thankful unto him. When you're thankful unto him, what you'll find is he always responds to that. So not only, are you all ready? Not only am I to walk in the door, the gate, the court, with thanksgiving. When I start praising Him, it is a door. The, 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 the Word says, enter through the door with thanksgiving. But what you have to realize is praise is a door. You don't just enter into a building, but when you enter with praise, you enter into His presence. 
You enter into His glory. And Jehoshaphat, there's a story about Jehoshaphat, and it says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, it says Moab and Ammon had come against them and uh, brought a battle against Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat gathered the multitude and got them praying. He said, he said, I've been praying. The battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. He said, and here's what we're going to do. And he consulted the people in 2 Chronicles 20 21. He consulted the people with the people and appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Now listen, most people when they go to war, they've got a bow, they've got a spear, they've got swords, they've got these type of things. But when Jehoshaphat was going before the enemy, he told the people, he said, I want you to get your praise out. I want you to get your praise on. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Why? Because when God's people begin to praise him, they are no longer by themselves. That's why when David came against Goliath, he said, you come against me with sword, a spear, and a shield, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. That which is with me is greater than that which is against us. I'm telling you, when you begin to praise him, God always shows up. Let's stand to our feet. I said, God always shows up. God always shows up. Clap your hands and praise him. Come on, watch what you feel right now. Just begin to praise him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, that's it. Just for a moment. Lift your voices. Lift your voices. Clap your hands. Wave your hands. Just begin to praise him for a moment. For he has done excellent things. He has done excellent things. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. amen. I want you to turn to two or three people and say, we have come to praise him. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you can get excited here. Can I ask a few people, let me do, this isn't a bluegrass question. How many, when you came to the anchor, you, you had maybe come from somewhere where you had to contain your praise, but when you came here, you could raise your hands and worship and you felt liberated. Would you raise your hand? Look at that. When you came to the church, you said, I was at a church one time and I, and, uh, I was never forget there. It was a small church in where, I, where I grew up and went to a singspiration there and dad was meeting new people and, and during somebody sang, they were singing about the blood or something and somebody said, amen. And the whole church turned around and looked at that guy. <laughs> Aren't you glad you can praise him and everybody's not scared? Amen. We come to praise him. Amen. Um, here's your homework. Read through Psalms and begin to study it. Before you read the chapter of Psalms, sometimes there's a little bit of a summary about who wrote the Psalms. And I, I challenge you to look up those words and who those were, those authors of that. By the way, David did not write every psalm. But read the psalms and apply it to your life. 
And uh, let's go on this together, okay? God bless you. We'll see you. See you at 11. Don't leave. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.